Horton. I'm Mel. And I'm Jen. And we're here to talk about all things light and random. From embarrassing moments and relationships to our most that came out of nowhere thoughts. Even though this isn't important, you should still listen anyway. Get ready to talk about all things unimportant. Let's get started. I want to call this episode My Strange Addiction, but that's that show on TLC where like <laughs> people eat couch cushions and like like one of them that I saw was like a woman she would eat bars of soap. And there was another one where I think they collected all of their fingernail clippings or something. Ew! Like that. Yeah, I know that there was like somebody who collected lint and would just like collect mm-hmm. lint in a big bag. But I think the most disturbing was the person who would eat couch cushions and mattresses. That's and so, so literally like when her mom would be at work, she'd like go into her mom's bedroom and like cut a hole in her mattress and start like eating her mattress. But anyway, that's not what this episode is about. (laughs) I I keep saying my strange addiction, but it should be called my strange obsession. Yeah, obsession is a good way to put it. But that also sounds really creepy. But anyway, so (laughs) basically things that we're really interested in that Mm -hmm. are kind of like unconventional things that we love to learn more about. Mm -hmm. So when Jen and I were coming up with the idea of the podcast, We had a conversation about space. Oh, yeah. So space is one of those topics that like like outer space. Yes. Yeah. Traveling to space. Yes. The actual act of going up in the spaceship, you know, the whole thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, Jen and I could talk about space for hours. Oh, yeah. Days, days of talking about space because I just think it's so cool. Yes. And creepy all at the same time. It's it's so cool that, do you remember, I dated a guy from NASA. Oh, <laughs> and, we, and we called him NASA. We did. <laughs> and he knew a lot about space. He did. So he answered some of our questions. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you remember us hearing that, like, when you take off into space, mm-hmm. it feels like there's such pressure on your chest that you pass out over and over again. I just find that to be creepy. Well, first off, our first one of our conversations was, would we ever go? It's kind of like where we went with that. No, I would never go. Would we ever go to space? Yes. And the reason why we would never go into space is one, because you pass out. Two, because you throw up. Oh, yeah. (sighs) Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, you throw up on your way up there. So that is not exactly something that I would want to do for fun. (laughs) Okay. Or even as a job, quite honestly. Okay. But how about when you get there? Okay. So Mm -hmm. after you've passed out and thrown up and had Mm -hmm. a panic attack, once Mm -hmm. you get to space, didn't we find out that you have to exercise for like two hours a day when you're up there? Uh huh. Okay. That's because like something with the gravity, like you lose bone and bone density and muscles strength you like lose Mm -hmm. strength because of gravity so you have to exercise for two hours every day that's every single day and I just think that that is crazy number one I do not like to exercise that much to start with let alone it being two hours every single day 
I just think that that is insane. But I mean, what what exactly do you think they do up in the space station? I guess you probably would be happy to have two hours to exercise because what else are you doing up there? Yeah, that's true. Other than like science experiments and eating and sleeping. What else do they do? Okay. But when you're up in space, you can't even, I can't imagine you get a good sleep because aren't you in, we, we Googled this one time. We did. I, we went on like the NASA website. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think you're in like a sleeping bag that they attach to the wall. Yeah. With like ropes so that you don't float away while you're sleeping. Yeah. I think we talked about this and then I went to the air and space museum and I went inside of one of the old capsules with my kids. And, um, that is true. The one that we looked at, they sleep like kind of like on a wall, sort of like a, not like a bat, like upside down, but like standing up. Like a of. vampire. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I guess in space, since you're weightless anyway, it doesn't really matter. But it's like the sleeping bag thing, but you're kind of like strapped in sort of, I guess. So you don't. Okay. You know what it's like. like that. It's like that ride that they have at carnivals where it's like a big spaceship and you're stuck to the Mm -hmm. outer edge of the wall. It is just like that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's just like that. And I just, I don't know if I could sleep like that. I have to have certain conditions for me to sleep. It has to be totally dark. I have to have a fan. It can't be hot. Me too. Me too. If it's hot, don't you think it's cold? Don't you think it's cold? I don't know. I mean, do you, the question is also, do you have your own private sleeping quarters or is it just a sweet, a sleeping bay where all the astronauts are sleeping together? So you're sleeping next to other astronauts. Oh, that you don't even my, know. my impression, like in my head, it's just like where they work and they just hop in a sleeping bag and push themselves against the wall. That would be terrible. Know. That would be awful. I don't think I would like that. I want, I feel like there's a sleeping area. There must be, there must be. This is your sleeping area. Yeah. I've watched a lot of space movies and I'm trying to think of if they have sleeping quarters. I imagine they do. Okay. Well, what about, what about going to the bathroom? They have (laughs) like a, like a tube contraction. It's weird. I don't know if I could, I mean, I guess if you're in space, you have no other choice, but to use this weird vacuum system to go to the bathroom. It's like a funnel. Yeah. And, and it must it, vacuum. Otherwise, it would just fly out. You know, like it, <laughs> it would just be flying everywhere. I mean, there would be wait, various waste droplets <laughs> just flying around in space station with you. I mean, there has to be some kind of vacuum or something that happens to kind of keep it inside of the area where it's supposed to go. So do you think there's a toilet? I think that and they just like close the lid really, really fast. (laughs) No, I think that there's when you go into the bathroom, it's got you use that. You have to have some kind of special funnel device thing to go to the bathroom. And it's like a vacuum. And it just sucks it out. (laughs) But yeah, I, I really do think that because otherwise, I mean, you're weightless. So do you have to like strap yourself in like you do when you go on an airplane so that you don't fly off the toilet? I mean, these are all questions I have for real. This is something to think about. What 
what airplane bathroom are you in where you have to strap yourself down no, on the this toilet? Is in, no, this is in space because you're weightless. You just when you go to it. sit down on the toilet, it's it, I bet you I think it's like an airplane bathroom, right? Where you, you don't have to strap, strap you, you don't strap yourself down on an airplane toilet. No, seat. but you do strap yourself into the seat of a an airplane. You know your seat in the airplane. You have to put your strap across your waist when you go to take off. You also do that to a, on a car. You do, <laughs> but I'm thinking. I wonder if that's the same thing when you're in a space station because you know you're weightless and you're going to sit down to go to the bathroom. And when you sit down, you're gonna you could that rise up or awful. whatever. Can you? Imagine? But most likely, you have to put on like one of those seatbelt type things to keep yourself on there. Ew! How so you don't unhygienic. fly away. Oh, I just think it's disgusting. I, I, I don't know. You must really love space and must really want to travel to space to go there. There are just so many reasons why I would never want to do it. And, and when you, if you were to get sick and puke. Yeah. It would fly away. Your puke would be flying away. Are they, unless they have some kind of a bag, they, they puke a bag. In a bag. Yeah. Well, what if you miss, but what if bag? you miss it? Yeah. That's what exactly. if you're so sick that you can't get the bag out fast enough. Right. Or what if you're, you're got a cold and you're coughing and sneezing and all your coughing and sneezing droplets are just kind of like flying around out there. Ew. Yeah. That is yeah. sick. Do you just walk around with like a, a tissue and kind of like try to catch them? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what do you do? I, I'm just concerned about the cleanliness of the space station with all of these weird bodily function things flying around up there. It just bothers me so much. But you know what? I did learn that you lose weight when you're in space because I guess you have like extra water in your urine or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it makes you really? lose weight. But your uh, eyes also change shape. Remember? Yes they compress so yeah and now like astronauts have squatty eyeballs <laughs> i don't want squatty eyeballs another reason why i don't want to go to space not interested thank you i know this is like a big thing and it's like the whole race to space and all these different millionaires are coming up with their different ways of traveling to space and stuff like that i just don't see myself as somebody that's going to want to do that I remember Lance Bass, he was supposed to go to space. Mm -hmm. Do you remember like a long time ago, like probably during NSYNC or right when he got out of NSYNC. Mm -hmm. And then I think like the funds fell through or something like that. He yeah, never went expensive. to space. He never it's went to super space. Super expensive to go to space. I don't, I don't, after this whole discussion, I don't understand why you would want to go to space. No. If when you go to space, okay. And it, okay. In that movie, I think it was Gravity and it mm -hmm. was with George Clooney and uh, Sandra Bullock. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Gravity, fast <laughs> forwards through. At the end of the movie, he, George Clooney's character, detaches himself from the tether mm -hmm. and just floats away. So my question is. How long is he floating? Like, is he going to, like, burn up? Is he going to freeze? Or does he just float there forever until, until he, he starves to death? I, I don't know what happens to you when you undo the tether. 
Okay. Well, you know how. Well, you know need- what must happen is, is because he probably asphyxiates because he has no way to get rid of the carbon dioxide from breathing. Oh, because he has his little. Oh, he runs he out of mask. Duh, he's gonna he run runs out, out of air. air. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, but say you say you take off the helmet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Say you're walking on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you take off your helmet. Yeah. Does your head explode? Like, does it physically explode? Does your does your head explode from the inside? Okay, because I'm pretty sure in the Oops, I Did It Again music video <laughs> with Britney Spears, mm. she goes to space. Yeah. Mars? I don't know. I don't know. It was very hot where they were. She was mm-hmm. in a very hot fire red outfit and there were flames <laughs> in the background. Oh, my. But anyway, in the, the love interest takes off his helmet and i think his head like shrinks is that (laughs) what really happens i don't know well you must something must happen because why else would you wear a helmet and i know you'd lose oxygen but like would you just pass out and die does your 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 body like combust yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know if i i'm not finding out well i sure hope i don't find out Okay, so in the movie Ad Astra, it was like that movie with Brad Pitt and he goes into space. It was, I mean, I really, really enjoyed this movie, but it's a really terrible movie with terrible acting. (laughs) Sorry, Brad Pitt. But there's like some kind of like lion, tiger, bear, mutant thing Mm -hmm. that is on the space station with Brad Pitt. Mm hmm. And it's like go, trying to attack him. Mm-hmm. And so he does something where I think he opens up like a port or something and gets rid of or he turns off like the oxygen mm-hmm. inside the space station in that little capsule that the little mutant is in. Uh-huh. And the mutant explodes. Oh, and there's like blood and everything. Ew. So I want to know, like, is that fake? Where is that? I don't know. It is the movies, so it could very well be fake. (laughs) I think it. I I mean, I I imagine it is. But if you had like an animal up there and you turned off the oxygen, is that what would happen? Well, I don't know because they used to take chimps with them to space. Right. Exactly. So how did they keep their little hat helmets on so that they didn't? Oh yeah, you're well because they're animals, but they're very smart. They are, and they've probably been very well trained before going out. So most likely they wouldn't take it off, but that's just something else to think about. Did you see the space movie with Chris Pratt and... Is that Interstellar? I think so. Is that the one where they're like one year in space is like eight years on Earth and they go into like different dimensions and everything? No, this is the one where they're on the space station and they're supposed to be traveling somewhere and his pod malfunctions and he comes out of his sleep state and kind of like wanders around this fancy, it's like a cruise liner, but it's a space station that they're all on and he's by himself. And then all of a sudden he comes up upon Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. And he figures out how to accidentally wake her up 
and then they kind of like fall in love but then this robot bartender tells her on accident that um, <laughs> he did that and then they have a big fight and then the captain wakes up but then he turns out to be really really sick and dies and then they have to figure out how to like make the spaceship work to get all the rest of the people to wherever it is that they're supposed to be going because it's on autopilot okay when you're explaining the summary of this movie it mm-hmm. sounds absolutely ridiculous it but was I, absolutely ridiculous but i think i would love it <laughs> just like i actually Astra. watched that i yeah. actually did and he was like a working class kind of person so his cabin was like working class and hers was a fancy one and it was just it was interesting and then in the end when i when they land and everybody wakes up they have like created this whole world inside of the the space station where they lived for a while and then eventually died because it was going to take so long for that spaceship to get wherever it is that they were supposed to be going well thanks for ruining the movie for me jen (laughs) well we really gonna watch it probably not no (laughs) i don't know i get all i get all the space movies confused but i don't know what to believe Mm -hmm. and what not to believe and i wish that i could go in like a space simulator where i could feel like i was going into space for like a second i don't know if i ever want to do that really i'll watch i'll watch you on the camera while you do it but i'm i wouldn't i don't know if i want to do that oh i I don't want to experience the whole going up and feeling the the gravity feeling and passing out and oh, doing the throwing up. I don't want to have to do all that. On the bachelor they do that. They go into the anti-gravity chambers. Now see that's that would be fine because that you're already is, up it would be like what you're like when you're up there. Yeah, not but the traveling too. On that uh they did that one year on the bachelor and the girl it was like a one-on-one day and the girl mm-hmm. threw up over and over and over again. Oh, oh wait. God. But I wonder if she threw up, she threw up in a bag. What if she missed? <laughs> oh, God. Then we would know what they do if there's throw up in the anti-gravity area, because that's probably the same thing they would do in space. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. Too bad that didn't happen. Cause then we wouldn't have an answer to our question. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Can anyone answer these questions? Yes, these crazy space questions. I can't even begin to tell you. That and was like, and like you can't take like a real shower. They're all like rinseless shampoo yeah. and soap and everything like that. So like and eating is hold weird. On. So you can't have like a sink. If you were to turn on a sink, would the water fly out? I don't know. Probably. You probably have to use hand sanitizer. That's what I think. Can you imagine not being able to actually, how do you wash your hair? It, it says it's like, I think it's like waterless shampoo. So you do dry shampoo for many days on end. My hair would be disgusting by the time I came back. I think it must be like in a tube and you just squirt it on your head Uh and rub it in real fast before it flies away. I don't know. Oh, gosh. All right. I think so. The next conversation (laughs) that I wanted to talk about was Scientology. However, we cannot speak on Scientology because we don't want them to come after us No, And I don't know enough to speak on it. But this is one of those topics that Uh 
whenever I see something on TV or see an article mm-hmm. or anything or an interview with somebody who escapes Scientology, mm-hmm. I'm watching. I've watched a lot of Scientology stuff. There's one really, really good show out there with an actress that got away from it. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you, it's very good. Jenna However, isn't going to tell us the name of the actress. No, but who you was guys on, are. Who was <laughs> on, on a sitcom. A sitcom. But anyway, I'm not going to get into it. But because uh, I don't want anybody following me or talking to my neighbors or something terrible. So we're not going to get into that. But it's scary. It's scary. And I, I, it freaks me out a little bit. It, it, it really freaks me out. Yeah. It freaks me out a little bit. Jen used to talk about it all the time. I did because I was obsessed with the show for a while. Okay. Well, my obsession is the Amish. (laughs) Well, how could you not be obsessed with the Amish? It's such an interesting way of life, quite honestly. Every single time since I was little, there's like a show about the Amish, Mm an interview with a former Amish person, Mm -hmm. you know. There was that show Breaking Amish, which yep. really, it, that was trash. It was such trash. It was, it very, was a trash it television was, show. It was good TV, mm-hmm. but I think it makes them out to seem like all of these Amish people who decide to go and live an English life or like a regular life yeah. are like go crazy and do drugs and party and everything mm-hmm. like that one. I don't think that that's necessarily the truth, but I wish that I could live an Amish life for two days. Oh, I don't know. I, I do know that I did a, a vendor show back when I was doing direct sales for a little bit up in Amish country in Pennsylvania. Oh, so and lucky. I find it to be very interesting. Number one, I remember getting gas when I was up there. And next to me pulls in this Lexus. And I'm putting gas in my car and everything. And then I go to pull out and it's full of Amish people. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, is it, or were they Mennonites? I don't really know the right. difference between Amish and Mennonite, but there was a girl that was driving and there were other girls in the car with her. But then there were also the horse and buggies going along with like the little kids in there and right. the parents and you could see all that and the, that. And then on my way home, my GPS took me this really weird way straight down the middle of where the Amish lived. And I'm driving down the road and then I see this person going along on a, one of those little scooters, like the kids use the silver little scooters. Yeah. And I get up closer and it's an Amish girl. She's older and she is barefoot and she is scooting down the side of the road, probably to go back to her farm. And I'm just like, this is just such the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And it, it's like starting to get dark. So she must be in a hurry because, you know, they don't have electricity. Right. Yeah. So and they all get up at the butt crack of dawn to go do whatever it is that they well, do I think, all day. I think it kind of depends on what kind of Amish community you live in mm-hmm. um, when it comes to like the conveniences that they use, like mm-hmm. lights or like. A, right. I think most of them use like outhouses to go to the bathroom. Mm hmm. Uh, that just sounds like a really hard life. I, when I was younger and I worked um, at Bath and Body Works, I was so excited because an Amish family came in mm-hmm. to Bath and Body Works. <laughs> and maybe they were Mennonite. 
I don't know. They were in like full Amish garb mm-hmm. that you would see on the street. Yes. Like with, but I don't, I don't know what they were driving. I don't know if they were in a car or if mm-hmm. they drove a horse and buggy all the way to the shopping center and park. Yeah. I, I don't know. But the daughter, the little girl was wearing a hoodie over top of her little outfit. And it was like a Balenciaga, like hot no. pink, hot pink, like hoodie. And I was okay. like, mm, that's kind of weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. and the woman comes up and she's like asking me about she has like a bunch of lip glosses in her hand. And she asked me, oh, something about the lip gloss. And I said, oh, well, what, you know, is there a certain like color you're looking for? Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and she was like, no, I, I I, don't know. And then she just looks at me and she says, obviously, this isn't for me. Um, mm-hmm. It's for my sister. It's her birthday present. And um, well, we don't see each other often, yeah. like ever. So I don't right. really know her. And I was like, oh, right. And she was yeah. like, so I really have no idea what to get her. But it was interesting because I was like, oh, I wonder if this sister used to be Amish and yes. she was shunned. Oh, my gosh. I bet you. that I can't even begin to tell you what to think about that because I would die to know, quite honestly. I know. I wish I asked. But or did would- she choose to become Amish? Right. Or, you know. All of that type of stuff. But, you know, when you go to the Amish market, you don't see a whole bunch of horses and buggies sitting in the back waiting to take the Amish people back to their homes. You see regular cars, regular cars and like those vans, the vans that they use to take, you know, like a church van. Yes. But it's just plain white. That's just sitting there that they must use. And you go in there and they're all there and they have all their stuff on and. You know, they don't have, most of the time, you don't really see a lot of buttons or anything like that on their clothes. So I don't know how they close their clothes. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of, they do use bobby pins because I have noticed the bobby pins holding their little bonnets on sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. Occasionally I will see that. But other than that, that's it. And then occasionally, you know how sometimes you'll kind of feel bad because you'll see one of the Amish people who has really bad acne and you just want to give them some proactive and say please go fix it because I feel so bad for you um because I've seen that a couple times when I'm at the Amish when are you when are you running into all these Amish people go to the Amish market okay here's the thing I don't go to the Amish market and I want to so here's the story when I was in college I, I see all that stuff at the Amish. You're missing out. The Amish market is the place to be if you want to see the Amish. <laughs> I know. I literally, so I used to come home on my weekends from college when I lived up at school. Mm-hmm. I used to come home practically every weekend. I was not trying to stay there. I'd go out on Thirsty Thursday with my friends. Mm-hmm. I'd sleep in, get up, and I'd drive home. Okay. I did it. Almost every weekend, Mm -hmm. my roommates just knew that I was automatically going home, but they also knew that I had this obsession with the Amish. I remember (laughs) Sunday evening, I drove all the way back up to Towson, asked my roommates how their weekend was, and they were like, oh, it was really good. We went to the Amish market. (laughs) I was like, what? Uh excuse me yeah and they were like yeah and I remember being like 
I just think that's really rude that like you went to the Amish market without me when you know that I love the Amish and I like Google them all the time. And like when I'm bored and I'm just laying in bed when I can't sleep, I Google Amish facts and everybody knows this and you didn't let me come with you. My friend was like, oh my gosh, Melanie, you go home every stupid weekend we wanted to go get some Amish ice cream or whatever, mm-hmm. but that was how many years ago? I was probably like 21 when that happened. I'm almost 30 and I still think about it to this day. I can't believe you haven't been to the Amish market. I don't think I have. I'm in shock. I really don't. never been. One time my friend Courtney went to the Amish market and she brought me like Amish jam and it was mm-hmm. legit. Oh yeah. And I was so excited. The bread there is awesome. The cheesecake from there is really good. The I know pretzel that dogs s- are awesome. So is the milkshakes. They have puppies there. Uh, I don't remember seeing a puppy the last is time that I bad? went. But it's been a really is that like a time. puppy mill kind of situation? Actually, no, because we bought my Zoe is from Amish. What? Yeah. Zoe is Amish? Zoe is Amish. Tim oh. drove up to get her. <laughs> And he says, I think that this is going to be Amish, but I'm not totally sure. So here's the thing. He drove up there to get her and he pulls up and he was going to pay with a credit card. And I had told him to get cash in advance because I'm like, I don't think Amish take credit card. So he gets there and she says, yeah, we don't take credit cards. So he had to find a bank and he had to go get the rest of the cash out of the bank to give to them. And then he pulls up and the lady comes out with our dog and the papers and takes his cash, gives him the dog and we leave. And it was like at a farm. And here's the other weird part. When we called to like reserve the dog, it's like a voicemail for multiple different Amish people. If you want to talk to so and so and so and so about oh, blah, yeah. blah, 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 press one. Because they have a community talk, phone. Yeah, exactly. Yes. If, if you want to talk to so and so and so and so about this type of dog, press two. So it was like, it was, it was, it was weird. But yeah. And then they call you back and it's from a weird number. I can't believe that your dog is Amish. Yeah, Zoe's Amish. Oh gosh, that would have been so But I think so that she's probably on one of the Amish that went English because she's, she's crazy. <laughs> She's she's definitely gone on the lamb from the Amish way. She, she was definitely on that show Breaking Amish. <laughs> oh yeah. She was definitely on the show Breaking Amish for sure. See, I think that it would be very on brand if my dog Riley was Amish, but I got him off of Facebook, so he's mm. like a social media dog, which kind of makes sense too, you know. Well, that's how I don't remember how we found the dog. I don't know, Tim found the dog. But yeah. How do they advertise in papers? Mm-hmm. We found them online. They advertise online. So do they have computers? They must have a computer somewhere that maybe it's like a library computer like what we have here. And they all just kind of use it like a community phone that they have. Maybe they have a community computer. I don't know. Sounds pretty cool. My favorite thing is the Amish um, TV movies mm-hmm. on uh, Lifetime. They have literally the best ones and they're like so dramatic. Like they're my favorite one. I remember telling you and um, our boss, (laughs) I remember talking to you guys about it for like a half an hour (laughs) (laughs) about how I was watching this Lifetime movie and it was with a, um, a young Amish girl and she was from the Disney channel. She was from the, uh, 
the musical duo Allie and AJ. They were popular when I was uh, watching <laughs> Disney Channel in middle school. Uh-huh. It was one of them. One of them dated uh, Joe Jonas. <laughs> so, oh. yes. Yes, it was her. She was the main character. She mm-hmm. was the young Amish woman. And she goes on Rum Springer, which Rump is when, when she leaves her house and decides to live an Amish life for like a vacation and sees if she likes it. And then she comes back. And then she meets Jesse McCartney, who is. Oh, gosh. Who's an, an he's an aspiring DJ oh. at a party. Uh huh. And then she gets pregnant by Jesse McCartney. <gasps> oh. And, and let me tell you, she gets pregnant. And it's called like an Amish pregnancy or something mm-hmm. like that. And then the movie ends. That's it. Like, that's it. Like, it is the most. You don't know what happens after she gets pregnant. It's so does she gets married. Do does she have a, a baby for real? Does she go back to being Amish? I mean, so I do know they curious. say something. They say like she's like she goes back to her parents and uh-huh. I think they find out she's pregnant. And so uh-huh. they're like, you're shunned. Uh-huh. And then she has to like survive with Jesse McCartney. Um, but Jesse McCartney is like a loser, like <laughs> 20 year old DJ uh-huh. who lives in like California. I don't know. Uh-huh. It was so good, but really unsatisfying in the end. Yeah. Those kinds of endings kind of suck because it sort of leaves you with the, okay, well, what happened? That's it. That's the way every lifetime That's, movie is. I know. It's kind of sad though. I like to have a happy ending most of the time or anyway. at least a resolve ending as to what happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I agree. But how about how Amish people, they aren't allowed to have dolls with faces on them because they believe that that's vanity. Really? That is so creepy. You know, I saw some um, when I was commuting the other day. Faceless in the train state. No, Amish. Oh. In the train station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw, I some-, saw <laughs> some voodoo <laughs> when I was on the... When I was on the- He's like, you should have gotten off that car. I was commuting the other day and I just stopped immediately. And I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, if you saw faceless dolls, I'd definitely get off and switch trains. Yeah. Seems a a little suspect. No, it was a whole family and they must have been going down to, you know, visit and look at different historical things. I saw it. I I saw it very interesting. Yeah, I saw a group of Amish, too. And then in the um, there was that they must be able to take trains. I think they can take whatever transportation they want, Mm -hmm. but I think they just can't own own like cars. Yeah. What a tough life. And you can't cut your hair as a woman. Oh, wow. That's why their hair is so long, but it's always in a bun. So you really can't tell, but it's yeah. like painfully long. Like it's like to their you know, ankles. I might be coming, be becoming Amish because I'm kind of in this bun stage right now because I've been lazy with my hair lately. So I show, I hope I'm not becoming Amish with my bun situation. That would be bad. My hair looks so bad lately. I haven't had a good hair day in such a long time. And I'm thinking about cutting it, but it's so long. And whenever I say, yeah, I think I'm going to go get a cut. People are like, no, don't cut it. I wouldn't cut it too much. I mean, I think you could cut some off if you wanted to, but I think it looks good. The other Mm. day when I saw you, I thought it looked really good. Well, thank you. Mine, not so much. 
but that's also because I'm putting in very little effort. <laughs> Your hair looks good in a bun. Like a little uh, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Right now we're in a a state of having to go get the color done. So, you know. Yeah, I can't do that when you're Amish. No, that would also be a problem. Also, the Amish, um, the men start growing a beard when they're married. The beards, yes. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, like, can they trim the beard? I don't know, because some of them have really long beards. Right, like Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> From Harry Potter? I know. What Dumbledore? just happened? Dumbledore? <laughs> we went from Amish to Dumbledore. I don't know. What, what happened? He's got a long beard. <laughs> he does have a long beard. And, and it makes white. me wonder when you, you know, when you eat and stuff. I don't know. I, I just, I, maybe they can trim it after it gets to be a certain length. I My don't know. question is like, is that like a masculine thing? Because they're like building well, building houses all day long they're like hauling lumber to each side of a farm that's pretty masculine to me i think well, they can shave their face to you. i mean they've been married for a really long time i have yet to see an amish man with a beard that's really crazy long like the wife's hair is well, they must be able to trim it otherwise true. their hair their beard hair would be forever long i've seen it that's what i'm saying i've no i mean like down amish. to the ground no doesn't like you know how like your eyelashes just stop growing at Do a they certain stop length? growing at a certain length i don't know i don't know maybe i don't know anything about that why don't you ask your husband to grow out his beard <laughs> oh god yeah let's have my husband get a dumbledore beard <laughs> that's real cute let's do that let's do that that's a great idea melanie thanks for bringing that up i'll tell him when i get off here <laughs> Let's see how long we can get your beard to grow. I mean, it's science. <laughs> it's an experiment. It's an experiment for my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we should touch on one more thing. Mm. Ugh, should we save it for next time? We might have to because that's like a massive conversation. Okay. Well, then let's talk about this. Okay. Prison. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. I'm fascinated by prison and I'll watch anything about it. I want to go and tour a prison, but I don't want to actually go to prison, if you know what I mean. Here's, I think, well, I've never been to prison, the (laughs) Lord. (laughs) Um, Knock on wood. Yeah. (laughs) However, I do watch, you know, a lot of the first 48 and stuff like that. Um, from time to time, I get into the time of looking at that, but they don't really go into the prison thing. But I don't think I ever want to have to go through the part of having to have your mugshot taken because whoever has a good mugshot, I mean, let's just talk about it. Anybody that you see who's been arrested, whether it's a celebrity or not, they show the mugshot and they look like crap. And I'm like, well, number one, I don't want that out there in the world. And number two, <laughs> I don't want to have to be fingerprinted. And I don't want to have to sit in a holding cell with a bunch of weirdos with a toilet in the middle of it where you have to go to the bathroom okay, in that's front of my, everyone. That's my thing. Because, like, that is that is my nightmare. Like, I, whenever I have dreams, it's always, if it's a bad dream, it's that I'm in a room full of toilets with no stalls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, seriously, look at the show that they have where the people go and they try to live in prison for a certain amount of time. 
Wait, what? I don't remember. Yeah, there's a show. Like there's regular a show. people? Yeah, regular people where they go and they try to live in prison for a certain amount of time. Like they're not convicted? No. They're just in there and they have to kind of try to blend in and not make themselves look like a snitch. And they, I think it's like 60 days in or something like that. They go and they live in the prison. Oh my gosh, that's awful. I know. And then there's other times where uh, we would watch shows. Well, you know that my husband's in law enforcement, so that's a known. But anyway, that's some of the stuff that he likes to watch. So occasionally I will watch that kind of stuff. And there's another one where it's like about guys who are correctional officers Uh and how they run the prisons and how they deal with all the different inmates who have fights and they go and they find the weapons and things that they've created and contraband it's scary in there i don't want to be in there i really don't want to (sighs) jenna's yawning (laughs) i'm tired i'm sorry (laughs) it's it's 8 30 it's past bedtime this old lady's bedtime but yeah anyway i just think it's it's scary and it's creepy and you don't get to pick your roommate and it could be a serial killer (laughs) that that you're in there with and you don't know and you probably get you don't get to pick your roommate and there's nothing good on tv no and you probably don't get to pick what tv show you want to (laughs) watch and you probably get like two pairs of underwear they say that you do yeah yeah. and you have to shower with everybody else and do you have to shower with everyone else though as a woman I don't, I don't know, know. Probably. I think probably you have to take a shower with more than not by yourself. That's awful. That's terrible. Because they need to watch you while you're to make yeah. sure that you're not, you know, I think it's great. I'm not into it. I do not want to go smuggling through. things. Yeah. Having to wear the ugly outfit. Not a fan. I think not the excited. ugly outfit would be the least of your worries. Well, Maybe my understanding is like on I think on Orange is the New Black, you have to like um, buy toilet paper from like the commissary, like like once a week you can go and buy like a new toothbrush or like a soap or something like that. And you like buy a roll of toilet paper. Mm -hmm. My gosh, that's awful. I know. I think that you're also allowed to get from the commissary. You can get other food other than the prison food, which would be my other big worry would be the food. Yeah. Yeah. The food would be my other big thing because uh, I probably wouldn't eat much of it. <laughs> and they say like you don't even get really, really skinny mm-hmm. because the food is like a thousand calories per meal. Oh, I'm sure. They say it's like really bad for you. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'd have to become one of those really tough girls and I guess I'd have to figure out how to fight and stuff because I'd be afraid I'd get beat up all the time. I don't think you would get beat up in prison. I might. I think I would. I think I would too. I would be I'm like too, an easy target. I'm I'm too actually, but I have an angry a face. Baby. Well, I have to practice I'll have to practice my angry face. You know how I do like, have an angry face from you can tell when I'm annoyed. I'll just have to be annoyed all the time when I'm there. <laughs> well, like sometimes when I'm on the train and I don't want somebody to sit next to me, mm-hmm. I'll put on an angry face. And I mean, so far, no one sat next to me. <laughs> I just put my AirPods in and put my stuff on the chair next to me and nobody seems to bother me. <laughs> I like to go a little more extra route, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I well, guess. All I know is when I was in Philly with my parents a couple years ago, we went on a big, what is it? A big bus tour? A the red big bus? bus? Yeah, the big bus tour. 
mm-hmm. when you're on like a double decker bus. And we went and we saw all the sites and we saw the house where the sixth sense was filmed. Oh gosh. And there was the red balloon and the red balloon signified the ghost. Anyway, and we also drove by, what is it, like Eastern Penitentiary mm-hmm. or Eastern State Penitentiary or something yeah. in, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And we got off nearby and me and my dad wanted to do a tour of the prison because they let you and it's like this real big, like fun tourist attraction. Oh, my gosh. And isn't that supposed to be haunted? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So me and my dad wanted to go and my mom was like, nope, nope, nope. I would have been with your mom. And we weren't going to just like leave her in Philadelphia by herself for like three hours while Mm -hmm. we go on this tour. So we never got to go. I I wouldn't want to. Maybe he'll want to go back just with me. Maybe. We should have done that for Halloween. Oh, gosh. No. Yeah, that would you know how I you know how I am about that supernatural stuff. I am not a fan of that at all. (laughs) It's freaky. It's too much for me. I cannot do it. All right. Well, I think we should save um, our other topic for another Uh day for another podcast, because I think we'll just talk and talk and talk about it for a really long time. Because we could talk about that for a really long time. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Space definitely took up a lot of time on this one. We knew space was going to take up a lot of time. I knew it was going to because we could probably talk about it more. All right, guys. We're going to sign off. Well, that was fun. I know. I feel so official. Guys, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You know how to do that. (laughs) No, but I can definitely figure it out. Fake it till you make it. (laughs) 